Welcome to Goddess Gabs. That's Meg. That's Tori. I had to think about that one. (laughs) (laughs) And this is a business podcast from a lady perspective. I know you really did. I gave you like a couple seconds there. That was a couple seconds of dead air, as we call in the business. Ooh. Well, I had to make sure I didn't say that's Tori. I knew that you were going to say that. (laughs) I knew I knew it was coming and I almost said that story. Because <laughs> once again, I stole your thunder. Ooh. <laughs> it's okay. uh, We've been sitting here distracted for two hours, but that's fine. Well, we did. Okay, we did run an errand. It and was just a yes. long, it was a long errand. Well, yeah. So we're not going to count that. But no, well, it's because we had to drive all the way from okay and this is gonna make no sense for anyone who doesn't live up here but from eureka to fortuna and back just to like go do something real quick for me and for work. during evening hour traffic okay like rush quarter hour oh and then we did go stop by your parents for a quick second to say yeah. hi i don't i miss seeing them and the grumpy pants diesel i know he's i just couldn't believe it when i saw him he's getting all gray you know i remember when you guys just got him I know. Mindy hasn't shown gray yet. I, I know. And it's funny, too, because, like, he... Now I have to look at a picture that I have of her and make sure she's not No, gray. he grayed quick. Like... Yeah. Uh, you know, usually you'll see, like, a little bit start on the chin for dogs. But he had it start all in the face and the eyebrows. See, Mindy's not gray yet. No. No. No, oh, no I didn't show you this picture, but look at her all snuggled. Oh. I have a theory that Diesel purposely grayed early so that he could pull off the grumpy old man face. I'm showing her more pictures of my cat. Don't worry about it. Because he thinks that he, um, he kind of thinks that he is the neighborhood watch and in a good way, like he loves all the neighbors and stuff, but he's very nosy. And I, I swear he was just like, dying to take on the you know that grumpy old man that like sits there and shouts at the kids get off my lawn yeah mindy is just she's been that way since she was a kitten do you want to hear her snoring (gasps) yes let me see if i can I had to, I was like, because I've been hearing, I don't know if that oh will gosh. translate at all. And I don't really care. But you could just hear her like snoring because I was like, what the fuck is that noise? Like, what the fuck yeah. is that noise? No, that's a, that's a, I don't think I have ever heard a cat snore, to be honest. Like. I've heard a dog I, snore, but okay, I don't think I've, I've ever heard a cat she's snore. She's been snoring recently. And it's so fucking funny because like. I'll be in the middle because, like, sometimes I have to do, like, telehealth sessions. So I'll be sitting there in fucking telehealth sessions. And all of a sudden I hear, (sighs) just, like, her breathing. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, cat? And she's just fucking sleeping. And I'm like, oh, you're snoring. And then, like, the other day she was snoring so fucking loud. Like, so, like, that's when I recorded. I was like, you are snoring so loud. Because usually it's just, like, you can kind of, you can tune it out. Because if you're not paying attention, like, you don't fucking hear it. But this one, I was, like, I was listening to an audiobook, and I had to pause and be, like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, oh I was listening to, oh, he bumped this. I listened to my 
audiobook and I was like, what the fuck? Like, and so I had to stop what I was doing and record my cat snoring and I've been showing it to everybody <laughs> because it's fucking hilarious and I think it's funny. And they're yeah. like, why do you have 20 seconds of your cat snoring on your phone? <laughs> because it's cute. I have like, but Mindy is, she's so photogenic when she wants to be. Oh my gosh, she Because she just is. lays in like the cutest positions with like her little paw over her face. Nams, I take the fucking camera out and she does something derpy and then gets instantly out of the thing that I wanted to take a picture of her doing. Yeah, I've experienced that trying to take pictures of her when I was cat sitting. I know. Or she then tries to eat my phone. <laughs> so like, it's really hard to get... She tries that is such a Namiest reaction. <laughs> she tries to eat the corner of the phone because she's like, huh, what's that? Huh? <laughs> oh my god. But gosh. I'm like, what the fuck, cat? Like, get the fuck off. Like, <laughs> bitch. I was gonna say, Taya really only like she'll sometimes she'll purr until she'll purr until she actually like falls asleep. Um, and then sometimes she'll also randomly wake up and go, Arr? Like checking if I'm still there, but she does. Yeah. She yeah, I've never I heard do, her snore. I do want to like. There are sometimes things that the cats do that like. I'm like, oh, because I could go up to Mindy and I go, dun, 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 and I walk up to her and she goes, meh. And I'm oh. like, that's cute. And I kind of want to record it. That would actually make a wonderful TikTok, by the way. I know. I think about it. I do. And it's also like I kind of the der- I want to honestly record names doing the derpy things like chewing on plastic. Yeah. Because she's a fucking derp. I'm Dude, like, there's so many things she does that you there's could. There's so many things that she does. <laughs> like so many things that she does that it's just like derp cat like stop. Yeah, if I mean, you're a derpy face. Taya has her moments. Like, uh, actually, I think it was last night. I was, or I was telling my boss this morning, but it happened last night that she wouldn't put her tongue away, and I kept poking it because I was like, "That belongs in your mouth." <laughs> well, I mean, she's got her front little teeth. I know, but, but I think it's her bottom teeth that yeah. she's yeah. I know, but she usually, but usually, like it'll maybe like hang out a little bit. But it was like, like oh, like really out. Because I know that it hangs out a little bit. Yeah, no, this was like the cat version, I guess, of popping a tent. Because uh, it was like it was like all the way out, and I was like, girl, let's like let's tuck that back in there. <laughs> Your pink lipstick is showing. <laughs> Except for it's cute, and we don't mind seeing it. <laughs> Some people think dog wieners are cute. Oh. Don't judge the people, Tori. Like, well, don't. Everybody is entitled to look at their own version of a pink lipstick. Well, I'll, I'll take Taya leaving her tongue out looking cute and derpy. So. I know. But I will also help her put it away because I, I, I feel like she's got to get dehydrated or something, losing all that saliva. So. Well. Yeah. I know people who don't like the feeling of like cats licking them. She has one of the softest cat tongues I've ever felt, to be really? honest. Yeah, the first little bit, because so her tongue is abnormally long from my experience of cats, and I 
Like, anytime I see a cat, I stop and pet it. So, I mean. Duh. I was trick-or-treating out, and I had to stop and pet a cat. Dude, I. Like, I, multiple cats. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I constantly, like, I, I've, I've I've met a lot of cats. Cats n- genuine, naturally like me. Like, it's a thing. So, I mean. So, what you're saying is you're a pussy magnet. I am. But anyways, the first little bit of her tongue actually doesn't have any of those, like, fibers on it. And so the first little bit fully feels like a dog's tongue, especially when um, she's been leaving it hanging out because <laughs> it's like all wet and kind of cold. Not like cold, cold, but like slightly like room temperature instead of warm, like most like cats tongues typically are. And then even where she does have the fibers on her tongue, it actually isn't very like there's not a lot. I actually think that it might be to her detriment in terms of grooming. So mm. see, I feel like Mindy has an, an abnormally rough tongue. She does. Does she? She okay. does. But yeah, Taya is but like just, the exact Mindy opposite. makes no sense at all. She She's a cat that makes no sense. But see, you can tell when she's groomed herself because you can literally see where she's groomed. That's true. Whereas like Taya, I can't tell. I mean, she typically stays well groomed, but I can't really see like, like on Mindy, you know, you can see the section that has been groomed and not been groomed. So Yeah, she's just, my cats make no sense. One is super derpy. She has been though. Because, like, Nams usually, the reason why you also don't see her laying in super cute positions is she also tends to burrow herself in places. Mm. Mins put herself underneath the blankets. Mm. Not once. Not twice. This Three times. I, and one time, she was almost laid on top of. Sorry, you were drinking. You're fine. And all you hear is. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, I didn't know that that was a lump in the bed. I thought that was just a lump in the bed, not a cat. Yeah. Because Mindy does not like being under the covers, A. And when she is under the covers, you have to have her head out. She doesn't like to be oh, underneath. Yeah. So it's like, she burrowed herself into the blankets. See, and that's one thing that with Taya, I don't have to worry about so much because she will like build a nest but she definitely wants to sit on top of the blanket still so she just like kind of gets them piled around and then makes a depression that's usually how mindy is mindy will like gather everything and she likes that kind of like nesty kind of mood and so it's and nams is very much a like she tucks herself in oh i did see that picture earlier that was a cute picture um, but so it's just weird. Like it was a weird thing because I was like, now I have to check my bed for a cat if I want to lay on top of it. <laughs> Maybe she had a migraine and needed a dark space. Oh no! And I did <laughs> just put a fuzzy blanket on the bed, but this was before fuzzy blanket. No, maybe she was cold. Maybe, but she also sits in the sun. I don't know. Because I was I was trying to think about it because I was like, well, maybe she gets like overheated in the sun. And it's like, no, she has black fur and sits in the sun and will specifically go and like lay out in different spots to find the sun. So it's like. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's a cute video I'll have to show you. And honestly, I think we should post it on our Instagram that shows cats finding the sun. And it is the cutest experiment I've ever seen. I also showed somebody the other day like cats. Like big cats playing with boxes. Oh, I've I've seen videos. Actually, there's a couple of big cat um, rescue, like rehabilitation uh-huh. rescue places that are pretty legit. I follow on TikTok. Um, actually, I'm just gonna look up the video that I'm talking about while you talk. No worries. No, but I'm like, 
But yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy cats. This is our cat section of the podcast for 10 minutes. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty expected. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to transition there into, because we need to eventually stop talking about cats. <laughs> Sorry, we did not post an episode. Tori was feeling under the weather. Yes. I um, ended up taking a whole like what four days no, three three days off of everything. Yeah. It was yeah. not fun. It was not COVID, but it was not fun. Actually yeah, it was I've, worse than when I had legit COVID. Yeah, because I know that you um Yeah, there's been this weird cold that's been going around to like a lot of people that have just been like knocking them on their ass. Like one of the kiddos I had they kept passing it back and forth between oh, the mom and the kid. Like, oh. so they were out for like a couple of weeks because oh, they were just like, yeah, yeah, no, this was like, I told the person that I had to call out, um, or like the, the kind of supervisor position that helped me call out. Um, I realized that when I was light and noise sensitive because of the congestion, I was like, Ooh, and then I had a fever not too long after that. And it was just miserable. Actually, my head only recently stopped hurting. <laughs> And I'm taking that congestion stuff daily, like every four hours is directed. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, no. And it's crazy because it's, yeah, that's because, yeah, I've been hearing that's been going around. But yeah, so Tori wasn't feeling well. So but we're recording now and we were talking about the entrepreneurial era and the lazy, lazy, fair entrepreneur era. Lazy, fair? I don't know. Laissez fair? Sure. <laughs> Okay, that is like one of the first I know. I terms just... they talk about in history. Laissez-faire, because that's kind of like where capitalism came from, basically. I know. And just also like <laughs> lazy-faire. Be... That sounds like me. Lazy-faire, I'm from the city. <laughs> no, I meant just the lazy, lazy all oh. day. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not. I'm just being. I'm just being a butt because I can. Uh, and look, Mindy came up snoring again. Oh. It's always fun when you get like emails. Blah blah blah. And so this week, oh, that was random. We just stopped talking. <laughs> so Tori this Dead week. Air. I know, right? Tori this week is going to talk about. The era in history, and I'm going to be talking to you about women people that were in this era. Women people. Okay. Women people. Okay. People uh. that are, that identify themselves as women. Is that better? I mean, that works. That works. Woohoo! That works. <clears throat> Shut so. up, Optimum. Nobody cares. <laughs> right. Um. So, I mean... I don't have a ton, ton for you, but I will say that this is the second half of the 1800s and, um, you know, it really, it really was kind of like the start of getting things because, you know, we talked about the industrial period and then the entrepreneur period is more when people started, I would say, looking into businesses as, um, I mean, I would say it's like a viable form of doing things because I know in this day and age, it while there is still a lot of obstacles for people to start business, it is 
absolutely an option a lot of people look at, you know, when they're looking at what kind of employment or what kind of career they want to have, um, especially just given given that you can control some more things. Um, and so in this period, it was also um, kind of a, a start of like a little bit of class division with business ownership. And I know that in a previous episode, we talked about some of the things that we saw as a stereotypical thing or expected uh, of entrepreneurs. And this, I think, really is one of the eras where it starts to show that like business owners mean being more wealthy. It means being more elite. It means like you have you're seen as like a higher place in society. So that's kind of like interesting to note because I know a lot of people still have some sort of connotation of that, especially with stereotypes in their head. Um, so I was going to say that real quick, the this era in history started at about 1877. Ooh, there you go. Get some dates on there. Yes. You have an ending date, by the way. Um, it looks ish. like it kind of fades into, well, the next era starts at, it's the production era that's next, which is 1900. Okay. And they say that this is Americans were encouraged to follow the free market economy that is still in use to this day and economic group growth group. Growth <laughs> was maximized. So, yeah, Ooh. it's the start of capitalism in the free market. So, like, also the next one will be, like, the start of automation. Yes. Mm. Yes. So this is That'll like, be a fun one. Yeah, because it, it's... I think it was just probably more so with the amount of businesses and the amount of competing because free market and capitalism means yeah. that many people can have the same business. You have, you know, because it's back, back before... You only bought eggs from, you know, Mary and her family's farm, you know, but now Mary also has Sue over here that does eggs and also Patty over here that does eggs, you know, so there's like multiple people now who all do the same thing. I'm just using eggs as an example, but it's just like, I don't know why. I mean, I I think that's a, that's. Well, I was going to say, I think that's still a fair one to this day, too, that that's definitely still a piece of business that people do, even just on a small scale. Because, like, anyone I know that has hens, uh, they definitely sell their extra mm-hmm. here and there. So Yeah, and it's just like, you know, now, but you're also thinking about it in terms of what, because I know for me, like, when I'm going and shopping, especially somebody who's local, I'm looking at... And when it comes to small businesses, you want to see how your business can stand out from another kind of business. And if one business has more things that you want to buy all at the same time, because I know like going to the plaza, for example, there's lots of people who sell eggs and also produce. But this one particular place sold produce and eggs at the same spot and had a lot of really good variety in their produce. So it's it's looking at how your business can continue and they were looking at you know what can make your business stand out from other businesses very true very true so yeah well i'm excited to hear who your peoples are Mm. mine aren't nearly i found a list of like i think it was like 
16 like women <laughs> that were in this like era because like i don't do just anything because six- i found this article that was 16 legendary women entrepreneurs Ooh, i know i Ooh. was like fancy and pretty but yeah but real quick before we move on to the people so what there's a question i had and now it like totally blank from my brain uh, you'll think of it in 15 minutes. I will. I'll time you. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, I think this, this episode is going to be a little bit more lean, but it's because we're, we could so very easily, it's going to be shorter than our last episode because like business was already started, but this one, the main thing that it did was really kind of went to the free market and yeah. it's going to be, and a lot of it's hard to kind of talk about now because like we said, it's still being used. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think, you know, the most important takeaway is that this really gave gave birth to the idea that you don't have to be born into a business role. You can make your business, which was a huge cultural shift because, you know, and a lot of a lot of times in history, people weren't like, oh, you're given options. Pick one. It's like, no, 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 no. You're going to do what I tell you because you're poor. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And so I think it's really cool, you know, that, I mean, I've got my issues with capitalism, especially mm, what we've got now is capitalism. But, I mean, it is cool that we did see a cultural shift of people being able to start thinking about different avenues of doing things. Yeah, for sure. Because it's, you know, it's not only that, but it's... uh. It's looking at it as a competition, which it still very much is. But I know that in some places, like I know in Arcata specifically, you can still make it so that you cannot have as many businesses that are all doing the same thing in like one mm, place, right. which is nice um, now that they have. I don't think that that was as prevalent as how how it is now having multiple places, you know, and I think capitalism can learn from smaller towns who do that to where only an x number of places can have that because i know here in eureka there's so many businesses that all do the same thing and i'm gonna say like cannabis (laughs) but even more than that if you can believe it we have the highest population of mexican restaurants (laughs) in eureka Why does this not surprise me? (laughs) Like, I swear, I saw it, like, years ago, but it's, like, the most amount of Mexican restaurants here, and it's, like... I would like to add, too, that I feel like a good majority of the Mexican restaurants in Humboldt County are American Mexican restaurants, just to note. Yes. We're not talking about a lot of authentic places. (laughs) No, but it's, it's kind of... You think about it in that way to where it's like, that's the free market. It's like there are 17 of, 17 of them and they are thriving. I mean, they do they do put out some good food, I will say. I mean, shout out to Cocina Mariposa, though, because those are some of my favorite street tacos ever. They are good. I was also going to say, I don't remember the place down the street in Arcata. Um, like, well, I mean, which one? I know. There's this one place over, like, down, like, 
down in the sunny bright area and i cannot remember what it's called carmela's no okay not carmela's well anyways it's good they made a really good uh like spicy i love spicy mango margaritas because i mean yes you do yes you do i had an amazing one in mexico it was fantastic and i think i showed the picture to tori and somebody called it my fancy bitch cup you definitely i feel like that was one of the ones you sent me a picture of didn't you while you were down there that like it was almost the size of your head or something yeah 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 oh so good god i want to go back to mexico right now (laughs) that shit was so good ironically did not eat a ton of mexican food while i was there ate a lot of wings (laughs) ate a lot of wings i would not have i would not have put wings together with that resort but a lot of wings oh my god the best thing was having poolside wings fantastic Oh my god! Sorry, random. Do not mind me. Now I'm thinking about wings. Oh, now I need to have wings this week. God damn it! Okay. Oh. I like need to get wings. Anyways, so the first lady that I'm gonna talk to you about. Um, so her name is Lydia Pinkham, oh. which they call her the. That has they named it the Ann Landers of the 1800s, which I don't know what that means yet, but we're gonna find out. I don't know who Ann Landers is. I don't know either. <laughs> Some would call her the Ann Landers of Dr. Ruth of the, or Dr. Ruth of the 1800s. Um, in 1875, Linda Estes Pinkham of Lynn, Massachusetts, converted her. Herbal home remedies into big business by successfully marketing her products towards women and educating them about health issues. Hmm. Okay. So, okay. Pinkham's vegetable compound became one of the best known patent medicines of the 19th century. Ooh. Pinkham was deemed a crusader for women's health in age when women's needs weren't being met by the medical community. Cooper Laboratories bought the company in 16, uh, 1968, um, though pills and liquids stamped Pinkman's name are still available at some drugstores. Ooh, know, lasting but, till today? I know, fancy, but no. So yeah, she made home remedies and like stuff like that, which is kind of funny because I think about it as like, there's still all of that stuff around and to have her still be relevant in this day and age is like i was gonna say i also love the whole like educating about health issues too because i feel like this was definitely the start of a shift of uh some hygiene habits for the like the country as a whole yes as much as i would love and i know you would you might want to be like cover it meg do it you want to know who's next on this list who's next on the list Madam C. J. Walker? Yeah! Okay, I was like, is that you reading for me? I mean, you know, that's funny, too, because, like, that was someone who I know I also very purposely um, chose not to focus on her so much just because she, I feel like, has a lot of attention. And it wasn't trying to detract from her attention, but just seeing that there were like other business owners, especially 
people of color at that time, women of color, who also did awesome things. And that's why I kind of wanted to talk about one of the lesser known ones. I know. But she's awesome. But she is. She's awesome. She is on this list of 16 legendary entrepreneurs. And we would be sad to not mention how much of a beast she is. Dude. I mean, yeah, that was like a whole cultural revolution, honestly, in a way, just because of all the the different... What would you call that? Like beauty products? Health and beauty products that she put out? Yeah. Anyways, so we will not do Madam C.J. Walker because I feel like she just needs a whole episode just dedicated to herself. I mean, honestly, I feel like she could have a whole podcast dedicated to her, too. That's very true. I mean, there's probably a whole podcast. I feel like. Tell us at goddessgabspodcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Okay. So in 1909, Elizabeth Arden, making over America. Oh. Prediction. What do you think she's going to do? Makeup. Mary Kay. Well, actually, Mary Kay probably didn't begin back then, but. (laughs) She bought makeup from the stage everyday life and slowly developed a global empire. Elizabeth Arden, born Florence Nightingale Graham in Woodbridge, Ontario, moved to New York at the age of 30 to pursue her dreams of building a cosmetics corporation. I just have to say, I love the whole thing about back in a certain period of time where people could just change their entire ass name without like a lot of hoops to jump through. You could still technically do it now. It's just certain without the hoops to jump through, though. And it was a lot more common back then. When you get married, though, technically you have the chance to change your name. I I mean, I know. But, like, we're not talking about last name either. We're talking about, like, a whole... No, you can. When you get married, you could change your whole last name. No, I okay. I believe that. But I'm just saying it is common for people to change their last name. But, like, there's so many, like, historical podcasts where I'm like, and someone's up, like, like this one, like, Florence Nightingale? Is that what you said? Yes. Graham. Graham turns into... Elizabeth Arden, like no correlation. <laughs> yeah, makes no fucking sense. But people also do use like you know aliases. Yeah, and I mean, there's also a lot of people though I've found in histor- historically that changed it when in their adult years, kind of a mm. thing. Like it wasn't just an alias; it was like genuinely creating a new persona for what they wanted in life, True. which is different because you don't see that a lot now. There, she began working with chemists to create beauty cream, something new for the cosmetics industry at that time. Oh, okay. So this is like the mother of beauty cream, working on those wrinkles. (laughs) Booty cream. Booty cream. (laughs) Now there's booty cream. There is indeed. And scrubs. (laughs) After traveling to Paris in 1912, Arden became the first person to introduce the concept of eye makeup to American women and offered the first makeovers in the in her Fifth Avenue salon. Arden died in 1966, but her brand became as well known as the U, uh, well known across the U.S. as Swinger Sewing Machines and Coca-Cola. At the end of the fiscal year in June 20. Uh, I was going to say 2007. <laughs> in 2007, the company reported $1.1 billion in net sales, up more than 18% from $955 million in 2006. 
Damn. Yes. I was just looking up the Arden. I was going to say Oh, it's just an actual. Also sounds very familiar. Yeah. It's just an actual beauty brand at, at like Ulta Beauty. Like I'm looking at it right now. Ooh. She has, there's creams. Yeah, it's just Elizabeth Arden. It's still going today. Mm, look at that. Another lasting effect from a I know, it's crazy woman. to think that something happened in like the 1900s is still like going on and whatnot. So, yeah. No, it's crazy to think about that. That like those those people are still having like lasting effects on everything yeah. that's going on. Yeah. No, that's what's up. But anything else to add about the entrepreneur era? No, unfortunately not. It's hard because <laughs> this era in particular, it's just, it's, it's like, yay, capitalism. But it's like, we still have it. So it's like kind of, rather than the production era, or not the production, the industrial yeah. revolution. Like that was a lot to cover just because of the sheer fact that it's like, this is the start. This is the beginning of things. Well, and I was going to say too, just also because it's kind of, crammed in between two but also going on alongside them like i feel yeah. like it's kind of hard just because it's not a very well-defined era no it's not because it's like yes because it's shortly after that was the start of the um the uh just got a random message about dance <laughs> but yeah because it's right in the middle of the industrial but right before production yeah so Anywho, what are some of your successes this week? Dang, you I know. got me! Stole my thunder. I'm going to steal yours. Okay. <laughs> so I actually tried something new this weekend that Ooh. I haven't done, um, which was uh, derma bleeding. I got the derma oh, blade. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was really nervous to use them. Um because of just the simple fact that it's like i did like i did research and everything beforehand before actually doing it i like read multiple like articles and like how to's and all of that and they all said the same thing which was like yes it's taking off like a layer of skin and you need to be careful and you need to like do this and every the thing is is everybody was saying the same thing on it so they're like it's it's gonna burn it's gonna hurt you know, you need to make sure to moisturize, like, after you're doing it. Because, like, you're you're actively taking off, like, a layer of your skin. But it can also help to, like, brighten and stuff. And it's just a deeper exfoliation, which me, I have, like, a lot of whiteheads and stubborn stuff like that that I need to, like, really, fl- like, get off. Because um, I have very oily skin and I have hair that rests, like... Right on certain parts of my face, like the oil there builds up. And so, but they're like, do not exfoliate like after and all that kind of stuff because it's going to interrupt it. So I did and I tried it and I was like, my face hurts, <laughs> but I didn't, you know, which made me happy. Well, I'm excited. I, I can kind of see some brightness going on in there, yeah. you know? I hope that it continues to give you some good results. Yes. And I, I have, no, I'm excited. And it's like, they're like, you know, do it every between like three weeks to a month to really get it. But yeah, I 
I have the blades and everything. And I was like, this is terrifying, but I'm doing it. So I watched it glow up while I was doing it, which was funny. (laughs) I love it. Very on point. Yes. Very much on point. You go. Oh, I go. I go, huh? You go. Um, Well, I'm going to give myself a win today because I started off the overday. Overday? Let's rewind that real quick. I started off today feeling very overwhelmed. (laughs) Um, And along the way, there was like a couple of situations that I typically overthink and overreact to. And I did a good job of internal dialogue and not letting those intrusive thoughts control the narrative. So I was really happy over that. Actually, my therapist would be very happy to hear that, too. So I'm going to count that as my win, even though there was lots of things accomplished today as well. So very, very busy day. Nice. So, yeah. I'm once again sorry for missing, but... When sick. you're sick, you gotta get stuff done. Um, so email us at goddessgapspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, phone numbers in the description, Instagram and Facebook at goddessgapspodcast. Next time, we're gonna go over the production era, which will be fun. I might have Tori do that one next time because after that will be the Mad Men time. Oh, yeah. I, I, I figured, because I, I know when we were talking about this one, I was like, is this the one that she's going to want me to do this so that she can do the next one? Or But we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll that's, figure an it out. Off, that's an off mic conversation. I know Meg wants her, wants her Mad Men era. I do. I just want to come dress up as like, the people from Mad Men. <laughs> we'll have lots Don't of fun. Don Draper, eat your heart up, bitch. <laughs> Slap the shit out of you. I don't know why, but I want to. Oh. All right. And on that note, All of our love.